Welcome to ADHD Crash Course, the podcast for those of us who are always learning about ADHD, and that includes me. My name is Danae Cannon, and I'm your host. I'm an occupational therapist, a certified coach, a mom of more than one child with ADHD, and I have ADHD. So welcome to the podcast. We're in this together, and let's jump in. Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. Today, we're going to talk about the whole concept of growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Now, if you're not familiar with these terms, a growth mindset is the belief, the operating belief that your abilities and talents are not fixed, that you can grow, that you can build intelligence, creativity, athleticism, things that we tend to think of as something that you're born with, talents that you're born with, abilities that you're born with. And a growth mindset embraces that all of these things really can change and improve over time. Carol Dweck is one of the pioneering researchers about these concepts, about this growth and fixed mindset. And she's a researcher at Stanford. What she found that was really noteworthy for parents and even for yourself when you're working on goals and things that you want to achieve is that when we're praising talent or natural abilities, it's kind of counterproductive. We want to be praising the process and not just the effort in the process, the problem solving, the tenacity, the resilience that when we are looking at someone who is maybe struggling through things that we really want to be praising, appreciating, recognizing the value in the whole process of the struggle. And they've had some studies with students where they are looking at students who have done well and they're praising them on their talent, their intelligence. You're so smart. You had a great outcome, yada, yada. And then the other group is the focus is more on, wow, you really stuck with this. You really kept at it. And what they tended to see was when the praise was really zeroed in on the outcome, people got nervous. They, they got an identity there. They didn't want to not be the smart person. So they stopped taking risks. They stopped problem solving. They kind of played it safe. Where the kids that were praised for just their ability to dig in and stick with it and put effort in and adjust their strategies, those kids took more risks. They did more. They stayed at it longer. They, they were not necessarily attached as much to the outcome. And I can tell you for me, I was someone that grew up with an absolutely fixed mindset. I just didn't know. I really just believed that you were born with what you were born with. Some people were talented, some people were smart, some people were athletic and just took it at face value and really didn't see that I had a lot of options for growing. I went to elementary school in Florida and we had these yearly fitness tests and I hated them because I wasn't very fit. I was an art kid and I was an art kid who did not recognize, realize that you could actually get in shape. I just remember <laughs> I couldn't run the mile. I would be totally out of breath and get stitches and my mom would say, oh, you're just short-winded. You're short-winded like me. And so here I was, you know, imagining the black lung in elementary school. Oh, I'm just short-winded. I have no options. And I really had no idea that this is something that I could get better at. We had like three chances to run it within a pretty moderate time. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't like they were asking me to run a six minute mile, but I never could do it. And by the end, they would just kind of, after three tries, they would just give up on you. So it would be me, you know, a little pack of kids who were also not runners. And by the end of it, it was like, okay, you are now released from your, your required mile run. This is as good as you're getting. And so, you know, this was a yearly anxiety uh, building experience for me. And what I never realized was that, you know, I wasn't short winded. I was out of shape. And that if I had been able to little by little work on running, and I totally would have done this, like work on it little by little that I would have been able to run that mile. You know, I wouldn't have been the six minute mile guy, but I would have been able to run it the first 
time and not have to go back three separate times to just finally kind of give up on running this mile. And it wasn't until adulthood that I realized you impact this. You build cardiovascular strength and endurance like you build anything else. And that it was an option for me to enjoy sports, to enjoy movement, to enjoy being more athletic. I had a huge learning curve because this is the way this works. If you're somebody who was just always out there playing catch or just joining pickup basketball games, doing all these things, you've had so much motor memory laid that will impact and carry over to your other coordination skills. So that was starting from kind of ground zero. When my third child was born, I was about 33. And some of us in the neighborhood thought, oh, we should start playing tennis. We, we should begin playing tennis. And I was kind of late to the party with this. I did not start right away. And they had been at it for a while, a couple months. It wasn't a long time. And I thought, well, I will, I'll get a couple lessons with the coach just to kind of get the basics. So I'm not dragging down the team. I remember after our lesson, he was like, you know, you can join the team now. You're not going to be the worst. You're not going to be the best. And he looked thoughtful for a second. And he said, actually, you're going to be the worst, but that's okay. Cause you'll get better. And, um, appreciate that. I appreciate a straight shooter. I really do. And I was the worst. I was absolutely the worst. And I did get better, but it was slow. And people that started at the same time as me got better much quicker. And it, you know, it had the potential. It certainly was at times of being discouraging, but that growth mindset mattered so much here, knowing, believing that if I kept at this, that this, I was going to grow, I was going to get better. You know, my goal, my objective was not to be the best on the team, was not to be, you know, the A player necessarily, but to enjoy the sport, keep at the sport, get better enough. So it was actually enjoyable. And it was absolutely that growth mindset approach that kept me from giving it up years ago because it would have been easy to give it up. It would have been discouraging to compare yourself and realize, oh, I'm never going to catch up with you know, decades of, of coordination here. But it, the point wasn't catching up. The point was growing to the point where I was enjoying it. And I certainly was. And so this applies to so many things in our lives with ADHD. And without ADHD, this growth mindset is gold for us. If you're somebody who has gone along in life and you haven't had the tools you needed, you know, in a sense, you might be catching up. And believing because you haven't made progress in the past, using old tools, using misfit tools, using approaches that didn't fit you, believing that because you did not have success in the past, you can't grow and have success in the future is completely inaccurate. And it can keep people from meeting their potential, meeting their goals and trying new things. One of my core values is curiosity. That learning, that always learning something new, growing, finding something else out. It's why I've done this podcast because yeah, I had a lot of my own experience as a therapist, as someone with ADHD, as a parent of kids with ADHD. But to be honest, that just kind of scratches the surface. There's so much more to learn, to know, ways to grow. You know, I love having guests on this podcast because they bring topics that I've not even explored yet. Having someone talk about hypnotism, auditory processing disorder or intuitive eating or EFT tapping or finances. It is, it's so awesome when you can just embrace growing and get excited about growing and be excited about that process versus being super attached to outcomes all the time. We definitely want outcomes. Obviously I'm a coach. This is what I focus on is helping 
helping people get outcomes that they want and that's important but if you don't enjoy the journey if you don't feel that kind of openness to explore things and to learn and to grow and instead you feel this intensity and this judgment it gets really hard to do that it gets really hard to keep motivated so you know talking to you personally what i think the benefits are with adopting this growth mindset versus a fixed mindset but let's look and see what the research has shown us is more likely to be true of somebody with a growth mindset that benefits us you're going to be more likely an embracer of lifelong learning whereas a fixed mindset it's not very motivating to look at lifelong learning if you think well this is what i got this is what i have to work with with a growth mindset you're going to believe that intelligence can be improved and so you're going to put in more effort to learn you're going to avoid challenges with a fixed mindset because you don't really see that you can impact them remember we talked about the locus of control when we were talking about cognitive behavioral therapy the locus of control this whole cognitive distortion goes two ways sometimes people think that they have control over things they don't have control over like with anxiety and they're worrying about outcomes they really can't impact and get hung up on this i do have control when we're looking at a fixed mindset we're looking at the opposite of that people who believe that things are entirely out of their control and so when we look at something like a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset we're looking at this cognitive approach this cognitive distortion do i understand what i have control of do i understand what i can impact with my effort with a growth mindset we understand that setbacks are temporary with a fixed mindset we see this as a door closing like that end of story okay this didn't this didn't work out for me i'm done a growth mindset really encourages you to okay and now what okay what can i change how can i approach this how can i problem solve this this next one is such an important difference between growth mindset and fixed mindset. A growth mindset sees feedback as a source of information. It sees it as helpful. When you have a fixed mindset, feedback just seems kind of mean, right? Like if you can't can't control what you're putting out there, feedback just feels like you're getting picked on. Right? But if you if you believe with this growth mindset that you can make differences, you can change, you can improve, then feedback helps you. I do this all the time in my group coaching program. I ask throughout the program, hey, what would make this better? What do you guys think about this? I ask it at the end also, but I don't wait to the end. I ask as we go, there's an open door for, hey, this is working for me. Hey, this is not working for me. And it's been a really good thing because it is a gift to me when somebody lets me know a way that I can grow, a way that I can improve, a way that I can make this group a better group. It is very welcome input. If I didn't believe that that group could improve and be better and I believe I gave it the best I could and that's it, well, then that would not be welcome input. You really rob yourself if you can't accept feedback. Uh, when I applied to grad school for counseling, I was waitlisted. And ultimately, I, w- I didn't get the spot. And so when that happened, I was bummed. I was really disappointed about it. And after I had time to kind of recuperate and lick my wounds or whatever, I had a choice. Like, what am I going to do with this? Am I going to press deeper and get some more feedback? What's the next move? And I decided to reach out to the director and I said, thank you for your time. I- I'm planning on moving forward with this and applying in other programs and, and reapplying in your program and would really appreciate any feedback you can give me on how to be a stronger applicant. And her response was lovely and really helpful because everything that I thought I needed to do to be a stronger applicant was none of the things that she was mentioning. So she gave me this really important piece of the puzzle if I wanted to go forward and do this and grow in this way. 
So seeing feedback as a positive thing, a thing that lets you grow, a thing that helps you is a really big difference between growth and the fixed mindset. And it's not easy. It's not intuitive. Most of us feel a little bit of defensiveness when we get even constructive feedback. But reframing this as something that truly helps you, because it does. When it is constructive feedback, it does help you to be able to grow and go to the next level with the things that are important to you. So I really want to challenge you this week to take a look at growth mindset versus fixed mindset and how it impacts your life. With ADHD, we have to strike this balance. And this is always the balance that I I strike with myself personally and in my practice with other people. It's a balance between accepting the brains we have, understanding that there are some differences, innate differences, and those are okay. And then the other side of that is there's definitely areas we can grow. Let's take executive functioning skills. These set of skills are going to be impacted with ADHD. And in certain areas, you are likely to struggle, but skills can be strengthened, even if it's a relative weakness for you. So enjoy the process, even if it's sloppy, especially if it's sloppy. If you are the worst one out there, it is not a permanent situation. And if you're the best one out there, it is also not a permanent situation. Enjoy the satisfaction of getting better at something you did not start out particularly good at. Your abilities, talent, talents, that your abilities, talents, <laughs> talents, that your ability, son of a motherless goat. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're not on my mailing list, go ahead and do that. It's www.theadhdclaritycoach.com. If you get on my mailing list, I'm always sending out offers and tools and resources. We have an upcoming workshop on overwhelm that's totally free for my website members. So please jump over there, connect with me there. If you're enjoying this podcast, it really does help me if you share it, if you rate it, if you review it. It really does help me to be able to keep making this podcast, keep spreading awareness and understanding about ADHD that's helpful for all of us. So thanks again for joining me and I'll see you next week.